I'm gonna have to give it up for uh, Camtasia. Okay, look, not sponsored. I'm no cap, guys. Um, I'm gonna say that Camtasia really, for me, is the easiest, most efficient way for me to do reaction videos. Without Camtasia, I don't think I would be doing reactions at this level because it was really a struggle in the beginning, man, working the full-time job and doing this. But Camtasia tools were very easy to get acclimated to. Um, I had the screen record, the, the camera hookup, it was all in one. And literally I just had to go through the tutorial and learn the basics. Once I got the basics down, I could advance. So um, Camtasia is the little known secret <laughs> for creating reaction videos. A lot of people make it harder than they need to be. Uh, I'm telling you, it, it really is very efficient. So yeah, Camtasia for the win. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are and wherever you're watching from. My name is Matt Pierce, host of The Visual Lounge, where we talk about using images and video in the workplace. Today, we're actually gonna step away a little bit from the workplace, and I think you're gonna see the application here, so stick with us. We're gonna be talking about a different type of video that is very popular on YouTube, and with a very popular creator, we're gonna be talking about reaction videos. And if you've never seen a reaction video, first of all, you're in for a treat. And two, you're, you're, I think there's some really cool applications that we're gonna be able to learn about on how we might, you might use this in the workplace, but we'll get there. So I wanna to introduce today's creator because he is fantastic and I mean, so grateful for the chance to have connected with him, to learn from him and uh, so let's go ahead and dive in. So Nico Edward is a YouTube creator over on the channel, What You Gotta Say, that's on YouTube for everybody, that specializes in creating reaction videos. His goal is to always create videos that entertain and connect people of all backgrounds. And now I just wanna share this little bit from his YouTube channel because I think it gives us a sense of kind of what his channel is about, what he's about. He says, here's how you know if the channel is for you. Do you love BTS reaction videos? Do you love creative reaction videos? Looking for engaging and entertaining reaction videos? And are you looking for comedy and inspiration to brighten your day? If you answered yes to any of these, then you belong at his channel, What You Gotta Say. So with that said, we're gonna learn all about reaction videos today. Please welcome to the Visual Lounge, Nico. Hey, Nico. Anyang, Anyang, that's, um, hello. In Korean. Hello, Ab everyone. Absolutely. Well, uh, thank you for being here. I, I am so excited. And we're going to get to the reaction videos in just a second, because I think there's a good part of my audience is probably saying like, what's a reaction video, Matt? I don't know. Uh, you know, and I'm new to that world too. So I'm, ex I'm super excited to learn. But before we've got a couple of questions we want to ask before we dive into that. The first one is, I'm really curious. Here you are, you're, you've got a, a successful YouTube channel, you, you're making videos. How did you first get started actually making videos? Because I'm guessing that wasn't always what you did, right? It, that is correct, my friend. Um, so I started YouTube about 13 years ago, uh, and I originally started with uh, gaming content because I'm also a huge gaming nerd as well. And so I was watching a lot of the gameplay videos as most gamers do, and I was like, hmm, I, I could do that. So I started researching and learning how the basics of YouTube goes and I jump on the platform and just casually playing games. Um, and I saw how much fun I was having and the people that were watching me were having and I was growing with the community. So I, I wanted to like make a real thing of it because first it was a hobby. And so it, it was it was going pretty well. I actually had some great opportunities from the YouTube gaming side. I was actually um, hired on to uh, write reviews and um, go to interviews, go to gaming conferences. So I was having a great time. It was really 
YouTube that was the springboard that propelled me to be able to do all of that. And so I really saw the value in YouTube at that time in my life. And then I kind of transitioned to a uh, motivational type of content uh, because I was growing. I was going through some things in my personal life and I wanted to um, help people the way I was being helped. And so I wanted to share my experiences and help build people up. Uh, and then from there, it moved to reaction videos um, because my lovely wife uh, suggested that we implement reaction videos into our content strategy. And I was like, Okay. Okay. Cause sometimes you, you just can't argue with the wife. I mean, if you know, you know, okay. And so I was like, okay, let, let's try it out. And sure enough, me and her, were having a great time doing this. Seemed like the viewers were also having a great time. And I implemented the motivational content or the motivational messages into the reaction video. So she was happy. I was happy. It was a win-win. And eventually reactions just completely took over the channel in, in a good way. Uh, because we started going down the rabbit hole that is BTS, the K-pop group. So, yeah. And this is where we are today. Fan fantastic. So I I'm curious, one of the things that our audience is off of, uh, often thinking about is like what makes a, like what success looks like, right, in terms of a video. So I'm curious for you, how do you measure if a, a video is successful? What What kind of analytics do you generally look at? What are the things that say like, yeah, that was really good? It's Because sometimes I know for me, the analytics are telling, but it's also there's a gut feel to it. So I'm curious what you think makes a successful video. Yeah, uh, so the first thing that makes a successful video for me is if I'm happy with the quality of the video, me and my team are happy with it. Um, the second thing is uh, views. So uh, we don't live or die by views, and I don't think any creator should. However, views are important because... I mean, YouTube is basically run based on views and also watch time. Uh, and which that leads me to the other thing that I look at is watch time, because I want to make sure that the videos that we're putting out provides a value to people because people's time is very, very valuable, valuable. It's very finite. Um, and so I want to make sure that we're producing the type of videos that people will want to watch for the, the, for the long haul, right? They're not clicking off within the first few seconds. If clicking off the first few seconds, we're doing something wrong and we got to go back in the lab and reevaluate re what we're doing, okay? So I would say really um, if watch time overviews, because if you're producing content that people want to watch, um, the watch time will reflect the views, if that makes sense. Um, so I try to keep it to really those basics because also if you're doing that right, um, YouTube is promoting your videos more, um, helping you to reach more people. Um, so I, I try to keep it basic because you can really get lost in the analytics and you can really get depressed in your <laughs> analytics as well. So um, I used to really be hard on myself when it came to that. But and then I started realizing that if I make it about this, it will be about this. So let's just focus on providing a value to people because people are who really matter. Right. Um, those are the people that, you know, come watch our videos and spend their valuable time engaging with us. We're building relationships, a community. So that's what's really important. So as long as we're doing them proud, ultimately we are happy. So, yeah. Well, I, well, I love that, right? That's a shift away from, well, the numbers are important, right? Because they do drive business success in terms of your YouTube mm -hmm. channel and, and I'm sure revenue and all that kind of stuff. But I love that you're focused on your community. And isn't that what it's really about? Even even right. in our audience's sake, if they're creating training content or marketing content or whatever it is, it really is, again, at the end of the day, it's about about that community. Mm -hmm. So so my next question for you is, 
thinking about as a video creator, you've been do, you say you've been doing this for about 13 years as making videos. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing a lot of that's uh, hasn't been full time. You probably had other things you're no. doing as well, right? But yeah. that's a lot of learning happening in 13 years. What's one tip you could give our audience to help them improve their videos that would make them help them make better videos? What would you say? I would say practice makes almost perfect uh, because you're never going to be perfect, but you shouldn't strive to be perfect. You should strive to be the best version of the person that you want to be or the creator that you want to be. And I personally, I I take notes from creators that are all various sizes as far as channel subscribers go um, bigger than mine, same, lower than mine. Um, I I take notes and, and see what my favorite creators are doing. Um, But you never want to copy and paste. You always want to do you, but you also want to be receptive to what's actually working and implement some things into your strategy. Um, So the biggest thing really is, I would say, be true to yourself and work on building your competence and do it for you first. And then everyone else, because if you take care of yourself first and you have the right motives and it will propel like your creative desires to new heights. And, and once those creative desires are bubbling, there's literally nothing that's going to stop you. So I would say, yeah, confidence, like work on yourself, work on building your confidence and whatever you do, whether it's on camera, whether it's off camera um, type of content you're doing, work on yourself first and everything else will begin to fall into place. I love it. You can see where that motivational piece that you were doing before comes in because I'm, I'm motivated to keep working on this and be better, be the truest. And only you can be you. That's only right. Only you can be you. Just keep that in mind. We're, we're, there's so much competition out there, but there's only one you. You bring that unique flavor to YouTube. And trust me, there's an audience for everybody, man. So I love it. I love it. So Nico, I want to get now to over to talking about reaction videos because I, I've been blown away as I've been watching your stuff. And uh, I, I have to admit, I, uh, I have not listened to a lot of BTS because I, I'm just the wrong generation, I think. And I, I you are not you're not. And, and we may need to get you on the channel as a guest. You you are not the wrong generation. You are <laughs> well, not my friend. I, so I love music. And so I'm excited. But let's let's talk about this first, because I, I probably got people who are saying, well, first of all, I don't know what BTS is. But first, what's a react when, when you look at the genre of reaction videos? What what is it? How would you define that? For people listening. Okay, so a reaction video is when you're taking a piece of content that's out there already. So for us, it's primarily music, correct? Uh, So you're basically what you're doing is you're reviewing a piece of music, a video, whatever the case may be. You can react to an article, okay? Um, So a reaction is basically you're providing critique, criticism, um, you're, you're literally providing your genuine reaction to whatever is going on in the piece of content that you are reviewing. So reaction and reviews pretty much go hand in hand, um, at least how we do it. So, and with reaction videos, we try to provide an value to what we're doing because we never want to take away. We want to add to. So we try to follow in the lines of fair use. Um, talk to you, Lori, about that. If you want more mm-hmm. details about that. But yeah, so we, we all, the thing with reaction videos really is you want to add to not take away. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was doing some research because I was looking kind of seeing, first of all, I saw you were in a Forbes article. I saw that 
just recently some uh, some site ra- rated you as the oh. number two uh, reaction channel of like uh, for what? I think it was for BTS reactions. Yeah, like there's like six wow. of six channels. You were number two, which I thought was awesome. But I'm I'm curious oh from your God. perspective because you you know your wife had made this recommendation to you to go and add reactions uh, videos to your channel as you're doing these other things. What do you, what's the, what do you think the the fundamental draw for people is watching reactions? Because I I know I've heard people say, why would I wa- why would I ever watch that? Why would I watch someone else watching something? Right? And and I'm curious from your perspective, why do you think this is? Because it seems to be very popular. It's a, kind of a very successful genre right now on YouTube. What what's the big draw for you think for your audience and for others? I think people are always looking for ways to relate to to people um around the world um so i think one of the biggest draws is a sense of uh community wanting to be a part of something to belong but also you want to be able to relate to someone in the fact that you see something um, amazing like on tv and you don't really have anybody to share share that way right well you you long to share experiences with people so reaction videos are a way for people to be able to connect with people even though it's not in you know, quote unquote, real life, it's virtually, but it, it feels like real life. You build a closest with people through reaction videos, because I think, let's say BTS does something crazy, amazing from a dance perspective. And I'm just like, oh my God, I cannot believe that. And I break down why I think that's awesome. The person that's watching that, they may feel the same way. They may feel different. They may be kind of in the middle with it, but we're, we're like, we're conversing, you see? virtually and and that's that's something that's really really important to people and i think it's important to all of us to an extent um a lot of our viewers dealing with the group bts um being fans of the group bts i should say they don't have a lot of people in their immediate life that likes bts or even knows about bts so they're longing you know for those connections with like-minded fans because me personally i'm a fan first of bts and a reactor second so it, and that's, that's kind of like, uh, what do you mean by that? I, I mean, I'm really in this. I'm really interested in the content that I'm reacting yeah. to. And that way I can provide like a genuine review, genuine reaction, you know, to what's going on. There's no acting. We're not actors, we're reactors, right? So, um, and people long for that genuine connection, someone that's real, that's going to give them the hundred percent real USDA beef. I don't know what I'm saying right now, but you know what I'm saying. Maybe <laughs> I, I do like, I, well, I, I love that. And, I, and I'm thinking about the applications here. Right. And obviously as a genre, it's entertainment. People want to be entertained, yeah. I, but I, but I love what you're saying about connection. Cause I think, I mean, in the world that we live in, it, it's becoming even hard. I think it's, I think people will say it's probably a little harder to connect, particularly video mm-hmm. is a great medium for connection, except for it's typically one way. But I, I love this idea that you're, you're putting out these reactions the people who are, uh, I think you call them instead of fans, fa- you call them fam. Uh, your fam is saying like, yeah, I agree with that. Or I disagree. Or do you miss this? Or like, they're like, it is that becoming that dialogue, even though it's not all video, like they're not conversing with you through video, but you're putting that message out there and then, and connecting. I think that's really powerful. And I'm thinking like, man, what kind of, what kind of videos can I make inside my organization for others? Like, could I do a reaction mm-hmm. video when we drop a new piece of software? Right. Like, let's go through the new features. Right. Like, maybe that would be interesting or maybe I've got I'm trying to think of like how to apply this. So what I want to what I'm curious about for you, uh, Nico, is you're obviously you've you've been doing a lot of these. Your your channel is, is again, as we mentioned, is pretty successful. I think you're close to 300,000 subscribers, which is 
huge. Congratulations. Yeah, that's on that. insane, man. And I just, I can't believe it. Thank you. Thank you. It's yeah. oh it's awesome. So let's let's dive a little bit deeper though. Can you walk us through the process that you use to make a reaction video? Because I feel like there's probably some challenges here. First of all, you've probably never seen the content that you're reacting to, right? I, I would That's imagine. That's correct. Very, very important. That's correct. Unless you're introducing someone else to it. Like okay. if I would have you on the channel, you would be the newbie and I would be, you know, <laughs> the teacher. I would be your teacher. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so what, can you walk us kind of, what's your process start to finish for making one of these videos? I, you don't have to go super detailed, but I'm, I'm curious what that looks like. Okay, so yeah, um, first and foremost, you need an application that will record your screen. So you want to be able to record whatever you're reacting to. Um, I personally use Camtasia. I've been using it um, ever since I started Reactions, which is about five years now, I think. Uh, so I use Camtasia. Um, you also need a, a video camera as well or a webcam. Uh, and you can either utilize your camera and use the camera video footage file, or you can plug your camera into the computer and then Camtasia will record for you. Um, so, and then it will, once you're done, it will have a file all in one where you have your video file and your screen record file. Um, so I, I utilize Camtasia for the recording of the screen. Um, so as far as like production wise, I mean, it's very simple. I just have a camera, I have a mic, I have a light. Um, and I get me and my friends and my brother and close friend that you guys mostly will see on our videos. If you do watch our videos, uh, and we just get together and we literally go to YouTube and select the video, uh, and we press play and we literally just go in blind and provide our critiques, um, our, any criticism we may have, we get excited, we get excited. We just live young, wild and free. Uh, and we also do pause in between to talk um, regarding what we're seeing and breaking things down. We break down lyrics. Uh, so there's just a, a lot that you can do. Um, and I would encourage people to add as much value as you possibly can, as much genuine value as you possibly can uh, when it comes to doing reactions. Don't plan it. Don't watch the stuff beforehand because people will be able to tell. You know, if you want value, from people in your community, you have to give value. And if you want honesty and love, you have to give that same thing to them. So um, don't expect them to follow you and be on board with you if you're not being transparent and genuine. So um, yeah, but that's that's basically it. I mean, it sounds easy. Uh, it wasn't easy at first, but I'm very used to it. And uh, so, yeah, that's basically it though. So, so I love this. So you're capturing all this kind of this, live real time reaction you're talking about it from an editing standpoint how much are you doing to to maybe call these cuz i can imagine you know you've got a 3 or 4 minute music video you're going mm -hmm. through that maybe i mean that's 4 minutes just to get through the video plus time to to react to it to talk to it pause and talk about it you know you're ending up i'm i'm looking at one video over here it's 11 minutes how much of it do you actually record versus edit and then what what does the editing kind of look like once you've got it recorded yeah, so the editing, it really depends on how creative I want to be. Uh, so a lot of people don't know about Camtasia when it comes to editing reaction videos. Um, a lot of people use other applications. Uh, 
However, there's a lot you can do within Camtasia. I'm able to easily utilize uh, keyframes in there to get close-ups of us when we do, like, we make crazy faces. Like, when we see something amazing, like, we're not being shy about it. Like, we're like, like, you know, and it's just so natural. It's just like, oh, my God, what the freak just happened, right? So I'm able to do an easy keyframe, get close-ups. I add text in there to highlight any certain keywords that we're using or if anyone's talking low. Um, I'll add text, add captions. You know, the fancy captions that people use a lot on the sh- shorts video, TikToks, and just pops up like that. I, I do all of that within Camtasia as well. Um, so in, so I, and I do add things like that. I'm add gifts. I add B-roll as well when needed or when I feel like it's required. Um, just really, the sky's the limit when it comes to your creativity. So a lot of people look at reaction videos like, oh, all you're doing is just capturing what's on the screen and you're just recording your your reaction um well it's, it could just be that if you want it to be that um however for me i'm a creator at heart and really when you're a creator and if you're a creator you can relate to this when you're a creator you have a burning desire to always want to do more and always to do your best and you put the cap on what's your best right again you never want to try to be perfect because there's no such thing as perfect but be perfect enough for you you know what i'm saying uh, so for me, yeah, just doing that's not enough. So, you know, I had all types of stuff. It, I mean, literally my timeline could be about six tracks on a 11, 15 minute um, footage worth of footage, right? It could be like five to 10 tracks easily. It depends on how much I want to add, how creative I want to be. Um, and I'm always thinking about the viewers too, like, well, what would be interesting to them? Um, it, is this part interesting to them? If it's not, let's, let's cut it out, right? Let's go ahead and cut that out and get right back into what we're doing. Okay. Would they be, would they, would this make them laugh? Like we said, this funny part, if I add a gift here with that, enhance it, you always want to enhance the content that you're working with, right? At least I do. And so, yeah, it's a lot more to it than a lot of people think, but it's, it's really all on what you want to make it, honestly. And I'm having a great time. It definitely sounds like it. And I'm, I, I think it's awesome. First of all, I wanted to say thank you for using Camtasia. We, we, we love hearing that. We love that we're making a tool that is enabling you to do this uh, awesome stuff. I'm, I'm curious as, as you get into that editing and you're thinking about your audience, again, I think super important piece, right? Always be thinking about your audience, what's going to work for them. You're obviously, there's so many things you could do. How are you, what, what's this a decision? I know this is a big question. I'm trying to narrow it down to make it a little easier for you to answer, but think about mm-hmm. that decision process, right? Because you could be adding gifts. You could be adding, you could do, you could spend literally weeks just editing a, a, a video. And, and again, like you, you've mentioned a couple of times, like you don't have to be perfect, but even I know a lot of video editors who fall into the trap of they're like, oh, it's, it's never done. And I'm I'm curious, like, how do you decide when it's good enough to at least get onto the channel? Maybe it's obviously something you're like, oh, I could have spent if I could have spent yeah. another day or two, we could have done this, you know, explosion yeah. special effect or whatever. But but like, what goes into some of those those decision makings? And is it you just making those decisions? Are you working with uh, the others on the show? Are you working with your wife to make those decisions? Or are you like, I'm sole creator, I get to I get to make the the decision? A couple questions here, I guess. <laughs> No, it was a good, good question. Uh, first and foremost, yeah. So I make the decision from an editing standpoint. I do all of the editing for all the videos on the channel. Uh, and basically how I decide how far I go really depends on trial and error. 
So how I asked myself, how did the previous video do? What were what were the comments? Because you want to be very engaged with your audience. You want to be reading the comments as much as you can in your videos. Uh, so I read as much as I can. And if I see that, oh, man, they were laughing, they had a great time with this gift I added or this effect that I added, they really enjoyed that. You know, they they let us know and I, then I'll proceed. OK, let's do a little more of that in the next video. or Let's at least do about the same. But if they don't like something, if I continue to do a certain thing and no one ever comments on it and I'll scale it back. I'm like, OK, there's no sense in doing that because the audience doesn't notice it enough to comment or, you know, maybe it just isn't something that is needed. And sometimes they'll say, oh, well, why'd you put that in there? Like literally, if your audience um, is comfortable enough with you, respectfully, of course, to provide some constructive criticism, um, they they will. And I've received that and loud and clear. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll definitely never add that again. You know, I'm mean, even from a volume perspective, I had to learn um, how to make sure my volume levels were right because I was adding things in there that the volume was like super loud and in my comments they were like you busted out my eardrums what is wrong with you Nico I'm like oh so sorry I'm I'm I apologize so I made I made sure through trial and error make sure the volume levels are right uh so yeah just through trial and error I kind of learned when to go as far as my mind will take me versus maybe I need to kind of scale this back and balance it because the viewers, you know, I got to really be thinking about them. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we've all been there where we've been unintentionally too loud, I think. That's a, not, you're not the only one who have made that mistake before. So, as you're like, going, you're peeking. Peeking. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. Absolutely. And it's, uh, yeah. Or you go, you get two videos that they're really imbalanced and you go from one to the next. So, it's yes. painful. Yes. Oh so my gosh. As you've gone through this journey of uh, learning about video editing, learning about the genre of reaction videos, and really probably setting some standards for it yourself, like, you know, being out there, being a creative creator, what's something that surprised you about video editing that maybe going into this, if you look back, kind of young Nico 13 years ago, would be like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I never would have thought about that. I, or I thought I needed to know that as someone who's going to be editing video often. Um, so one of the things that did surprise me is how much work it is. Um, so at first I didn't really like video editing because it was a lot of work. And then also I didn't really know what I was doing too much. And it was just hard, right? It was just hard to learn the program and the system. It, it was just painstaking. It's like back in those days, I was um just starting reactions and filming part was so fun, man. It was mm -hmm. like, man, me and my wife had a great time. She she goes up, goes to bed. And I'm I'm sitting there editing a video, trying to get ready for tomorrow. Plus, I gotta go to work tomorrow. That that junk was not fun, you know. And then I'm sitting there bumbling, stumbling there, going to the Camp Camtasia tutorial stuff and trying to figure things out, right? And it, it just it wasn't fun. But it started to get fun when I started learning more about what what I'm doing. Um, and then I started realizing that. I really like creating, man. I, I really have a heart for creating. Like, um, and I think like I started really understanding things more within myself with the type of creator I wanted to be. And I started understanding the program more. And from there, it was just like the skies were, were, were the limit for me. So, yeah, I mean, I think you just make it what you want it to be. You know, um, and editing, 
I think a lot of people, they put too much pressure on themselves when it comes to editing, because even if you're doing basic editing or advanced editing, you're still editing. Okay. So like, I don't do super, super advanced editing because the type of videos that I do don't, doesn't really require that. So like, I kind of do like intermediate type editing and that's perfectly fine for me, you know, and you only need to learn as much as you want to learn. You know, there's, there's no, there's, this is not like school or you're not getting a grade or anything like that. As long as you're learning from your mistakes and you're not so hard on yourself to where you just want to scrap it and give up. If it's the desire that's in your heart, continue to pursue your desire, you know? So um, editing can be easy or it can be hard, but it's totally up to you. Well, I, I, I love that mentality and I love the the focus on, you know, continuing learning. I, I got to imagine there comes a point, and, and this is true for everybody who's into video editing or really probably any anything, right? Like there's that novice level where it's like, it's exciting because it's new. And then you get a little bit mm-hmm. past that novice level and you're like, this kind of sucks because it's still hard, <laughs> right? Like this is so hard to do. But then you get past, I, I used to call it because I, I, I work in the learning development kind of space. It's what we call it the suckage curve, right? Like it's, it's like yeah, things are good. It's exciting. Then it sucks. And then you get just pass that and things start to get good. And then you can decide like, do I go all in or do I just kind of yeah. stay at the level that's needed? So I can really appreciate that perspective because I can imagine those early days. Yeah, it's tough, right? Like, yes. and it's, and, and I, I think, you know, sometimes I, People want it, want me to tell them video editing's easy, and it can be easy, but it's also work, and it's it's work. Yes. but it's got to be worthwhile for whatever you're doing, because otherwise, mm-hmm. it's always going to just kind of kind of stink, right? Yes, sir. You're absolutely right. It is work. I, I love that you said that because a lot of people they think of um, YouTubers, content creators in general, no matter what platform you're on, as you're just having fun. It's all fun and games. Um, it's, it's really not. It's a lot of hard work that goes into this. I literally spend. From a production standpoint, filming and editing, um, eight to 10 hours a day, easy. And most of the time it's leaning towards the 10 hours a day, you know, um, and I'm, I'm choosing to do that because I love what I'm doing. But just because you love what you're doing doesn't mean it's not work. Right. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a lot of work, man, for real. And um, hey, I'm blessed and I love it. And I'm so happy that I'm able to do this and I'm happy and I'm thankful to um, our fans or as I call them, our fam that um, they watch our videos and give us, you know, the motivation to continue to do this. And also the platform that we have is all to them. So I'm thankful, but it's a lot of work for real. Absolutely. And, and thank you for doing that work. You know, it's, uh, oh. I, I think, I, I think it's worth acknowledging and, you know, video videos, like everything else out there, you got to put in the time, but you can get great yeah. results. So, well, Nico, I, I've enjoyed talking to you The fun's not done though. We're going to, we're going to move on to our speed round questions. And for those who okay. are, haven't listened before, we've got a uh, quick, quick questions with quick answers that we determine by the uh, role of a 12 sided die. Cause I am that kind of nerd. So let's go ahead and jump in for speed round. All right. Okay. So I've got, I got two dice here. So we're going to switch over to our, our dice cam. And so here you get to practice your reactions to to the rolls. Here we go. Oh, oh my oh, gosh. It's a six. So let's bring up that, that lucky number six. Okay. So number six here. Oh, Nico, I think you're going to like, I think you're going to like this question. Okay. So okay. if you could be a hero in any story, who would you choose and why? If I could be a hero in any story, who would I choose and why? 
can I pick Thanos? No, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm yes. not going to do that to y'all. I'm not going to do that to y'all. There is a sticker that says, you know, that says Thanos was right or the coffee mug, right? So you can choose like, he's a hero hey, in somebody's storybook, right? Hey, he's my favorite villain, but um, I'm not going to do that to y'all. Uh, let's see, who, who would I pick and be a hero? That's a tough one, man. I mean, you got Spider-Man. Um, who would I pick, man? Oh, man. Um, I love that you're going uh, superheroes. So, I, I, you know, there's no right answer here. But any hero and any hero mm. could be could be a book movie in your head. You got one that you made up even. <laughs> Man, this is this is a this is a tough question. Um, uh, I'm going to go with I'm I'm going I'm to go with Batman. I'm going I'm to go with Batman. And, yeah, I'm going to go with Batman. Yeah, I'm going to go. With why? Batman. Ba- why? Why Batman? Why, what, what's because what, what, Batman is is intelligent handsome calculated yeah he's he's got some baggage but who doesn't right you know he's got some problems with women we've been there before i don't anymore because i have a wife but yeah, you know i mean batman he's rich you know um not he's to say self-made. money is everything he's, right? he's self-made he, not to say money is everything but you know he, he does a lot of great things with his money obviously he's giving back to the community in and of himself every single night. He's putting his life on the line for these streets, you know, so, and he's got all the cool, amazing gadgets. He doesn't have superpowers, but he's, I mean, hey, he can rival Superman with the right tech. I mean, he's he's got kryptonite on deck ready for Superman and he's <laughs> taken down Superman before. I mean, come on, he's immortal, right? So yeah, if I'm going to be a superhero, it's, it's going to be bad. Love yeah. it, love it. All right, let's let's bring up the dice cam again, and here we go with our next roll. Dropping it in. That that is, you can tell, uh, it's a little tough for some people. That it has got a dot, so that is a nine. We we talked about a, a variety of things, Nico. Uh, I'm just curious: is there a question you wish I would have asked you today that we didn't get a chance to to talk about? If it's a question I wish you would ask me, uh, um, hmm. Oh, yeah. I wish you would have asked me more about BTS, the group that I'm infatuated with. Yes. Okay. So, can, so, so let's take a second. Let's, so, so, okay. So, like I said, I, I, I'm not a K pop listener. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know anything about BTS other than I know they're a K pop band. What mm. is it about K, the BTS in particular, that drew you in and you said, if I'm going to make reaction videos for the next, 20 years. I want to hear about this group. What what was that? What's the selling point for you? Sell it to me. So so the first selling point is their versatility. So when you think K-pop, you're you're thinking about a certain genre, correct? Um now a lot of K-pop is like this, but especially with BTS, you're literally getting multiple genres in one. I mean, you've got rock, alternative, hip hop, R&B, you're getting so many different genres within BTS. Um, they're a multi-talented group. Um, yes, they may speak a different language, but for me, music crosses all boundaries as far as language goes. Um, so I, that doesn't get in my way, just requires me to do a little extra work to look up the lyrics because they're a Korean group. Um, but, you know, and it's just, they're just multifaceted. Also, there's seven of them and they're really down to earth individuals you know they don't have this prima donna type of way about them they're really connected with their audience 
Um, also, they're super inspirational as well. I literally do look up to them and I kind of try to model myself after them, especially from a professional standpoint. A lot of the way that I am with our audience is because I'm following the model of BTS, how they are with us as fans, you see. So they really do know how to treat people as well. They make you feel a part of a, something greater than yourself, a community, a family. Um, and also they make outstanding amazing music like you literally if you really give them a chance you would be blown away if you just okay i don't understand what they're saying but just get in tune with the music first and you'll get intrigued if you're a lover of music right you'll get intrigued and you're like okay now now i want to know what they're saying and once you learn what they're saying the music may sound poppy some of it may sound poppy but what they're saying is is so inspirational some of it's like super like deeper okay how do relationship building perspective. Um, they get into a lot of political stuff. Some Sometimes it's not a music or anything, but sometimes, you know, when things are going on, they get into that as well. It's, like, you'd be very surprised what they're talking about in the music. So yeah, and that's what actually helped propel me down what we call the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole is like, if you think of like going down the rabbit hole, like YouTube, right? And you're looking at a bunch of videos, video after video, TikTok, video, TikTok, TikTok. Oh my God, I can't stop, right? That's the rabbit hole BTS. Like, oh my goodness, they got this, they got that. Oh my God, no, 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 no. like literally that's how it is. And it's been like that for a few years now with me, um, especially with you know, music and reaction videos. So yeah, that's BTS. All right. Uh, well, I love that. I'll have to get your 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 one best song recommendation before we end up here. But let's let's do one more die roll oh. here. So uh, here, we, here we go. Last question for you here on the speed round. Uh, it looks like I can't do a six or nine again. So we're rolling again. Oh my goodness, that's keep I want a seven, man. Give me a seven. Can you believe that's like three in a row, Nico? We're going that's, I'm gonna That's not good luck. That's not Mon- good luck. I want a seven. Monopoly, you, you know. One. I'm going to you've got one. So okay. Uh, I, I think we we've got the answer to this already, Nico. I think we know. Where do you turn oh. for inspiration? Uh-huh. BTS. And also I turn inspiration from several different books. Um a book I like to go back to is one called As a Man Think It. Um, I also like this book called The The Illusionist. I believe it's called or got exactly the name, but um I I like a lot of inspirational self help type of books. But yeah, definitely from a, a music perspective and, you know, life and work perspective, work ethic perspective, I do, you know, draw inspiration from TS. Perfect. Perfect. All right, Nico. Uh we obviously want to give you a chance. Where where should people want to connect with you after this? They want to learn more. They want to watch some reaction videos. Where should they go? Oh, so you can go to our YouTube channel at What You Got to Say. Um, also, I'm pretty active on Twitter. That's also at What You Got to Say. We are a little active on Instagram. My wife runs that one. Her name is Mika. Uh, that's also at What You Got to Say. So those are the primary, the three primary um, social media spots we hit we try to keep it light and tight um we're also on tiktok as well at what you gotta say uh we're not on there too much um but we're also on there so yeah about four of them okay so everyone can go find what you gotta say uh and nico we like to wrap up our show pretty much the same way with our guests and awesome creators that come on so nico what's your final take um my final take is um I'm going to have to give it up for uh, Camtasia. Okay, look, not sponsored. I'm no cap, guys. Um, I'm going to say that Camtasia really, for me, is the 
easiest, most efficient way for me to do reaction videos without Camtasia. I don't think I would be doing reactions at this level because it was really a struggle in the beginning, man, working the full-time job and doing this. But Camtasia tools were very easy to get acclimated to. Um, I had the screen record, the, the camera hookup. It was all in one. And literally, I just had to go to the tutorial and learn the basics. Once I got the basics down, I could advance. So, um, yeah, my, my takeaway is that, yeah, um, Camtasia is the little known secret <laughs> for creating reaction videos. A lot of people make it harder than they need to be. Uh, I'm telling you, it, it really is very efficient. So, yeah, Camtasia for the win. That's my final takeaway. All right. Well, Nico, thank you for spending some time with me today. We appreciate it. And good luck with your channel and its continued growth. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It was fun. Really fun, Matt. Thank you all. Absolutely. All right, everybody, go check out what you got to say. Go watch those reaction videos. Make your own reaction videos. Test out how what Nico said about Camtasia. I'm sure it is super, super easy. And, you know, what I think is great about what Nico said, a lot about the audience, right? Think about your audience. Who's your audience? Why are you talking to your audience? What what can you give them? How can you connect with them? And I, I love that example that he sets over on his channel and across all of his channels. So, we of course, we're here on the Visual Lounge. We like it if you come to our channel. We love it if you would subscribe, if you would connect with us. You can email us at thevisuallounge at textman.com if you got feedback. We'd love to react to your comments and suggestions and your questions. Of course, you can find us on any of the podcasting platforms as well. And like we like to say at the end of every show, we want you to get better. We want you to move past that suckage curve and get better. So we hope you take a little time to level up every single day. Thanks, everybody.